thank you for listening to Cultivate Leadership Project. I'm so happy that you're tuning in today. Out of the nine keys to becoming a leader, today I want to talk a little bit about the first one. The first one is turning negative truths into positive energy. Where does this come from? In my life growing up, um, I, I had difficulties in, in class. I had difficulties reading. My, my English wasn't so good. Um, and so I, I was behind. You know, I, I couldn't read. I, was, I didn't have self-esteem. And so throughout the years, I just became more uh, insecure. I just, you know, my reality was that I wasn't a bright kid. And I grew up like that year after year after year. I never was the one that stood out. I never was the one that wanted the spelling bee. Or I never had a honor roll. I wasn't that kid. But growing up, you realize where you com- how you compare to that kid that I just described. And you start thinking, well, I guess I'm nothing compared to them. And that does something to you. It doesn't affect your childhood in the sense that you don't have fun, you don't have friends, nothing like that. But it starts affecting you once you get a little bit older and you get into high school. And that's when the real differences really start to show up. And in ninth grade, most kids have a decision. We're going to make it or we're not going to make it. And if they fall behind in ninth grade and maybe 10th, if they make it to 10th, there's a very high likelihood that they will drop out. During that time for me, I um, was bad. I, I compensated. I, I redirected any energy that pointed towards what I was not good at by misbehaving to the point that I was. it was actually beneficial for me to get in trouble, get kicked out of my normal school and end up in an alternative school where the learning was a little slower, the classrooms were a little smaller and the focus between teacher and student was a lot better. No one is dumb per se, right? Maybe I could have chose a better word permanently. It's just a negative truth that exists, but you turn into positive energy. And for me, and obviously there's a variety of things. And as we go through this uh, journey of, of this cultivating leadership uh, project, I'll roll out more of how I grew up and what negative truths existed. But for, for one, one of them, one of my negative truths was that I did never, I never learned how to do reading comprehension. I never learned how to read properly or and my spelling was horrible. And that's, that's one of my realities. I, I, I can't go back in time in, in my time machine and relearn it and become good at it. It's something that existed. The side effects of it affected me mentally, uh, as far as my self-esteem and all, all the other stuff. It, it's already affected me. It's already taken a toll on me. But how do I turn it into positive energy? Here it is. I remember those days when I would avoid reading out loud in classes, but I could have, I could, that could have stuck around and I could have been avoiding uh, reading or whatever to this day. 
But today, right now, the, the, the positive energy looks like this. I'm a youth pastor. I read books. I communicate to, uh, to classes all the time. I communicate with young people all the time. I write some of my lessons and I literally read them verbatim in front of the class. And I've been told, uh, depending on what uh, style uh, class I'm giving, but you can't even tell that I'm reading sometimes because I've created this energy of wanting knowledge. But my knowledge that I receive now has a purpose. It's meant to bless young people. It's meant to lift them up. It's, you know, it's meant to help people realize that there's leader leadership in them. So even though my truth exists and it cannot be erased or redone, with that truth being present, the, the positive energy is the fact that I read and write and type and motivate people to read and motivate people to write. I have overcome a negative truth and my mindset is positive. And that's the number one key, not the number one in the sense that just the most important, that's the first key in Cultivate Leadership Project. There's nine of them, but that's today. Turn negative truths into positive energy. I hope that this short little talk uh, motivate you. Uh, I'm going to add some details in the description below and I'm going to keep developing this and, you know, I'll loop back around and touch on this subject again, go in depth, but with maybe another negative truth and how it's turned into a positive energy. Thank you for tuning in to Cultivate Leadership Project. Thank you for tuning in to the Cultivate Leadership Project podcast. I am your host, Sam Iscavel. As we're beginning this journey, um, I'm going to knock out each uh, key to cultivating leadership in your life, whether you're a young person or a young professional. There's always something we can learn to improve our leadership skills, but it also depends on where you're getting your leadership keys from because the point or the one of the important things to remember is you can get them from anyone. It's just a matter of experience. Different experiences bring out different reasons and different practices for becoming a leader. My story, my upbringing has given me so much that I have been able to turn, which is number one in the Cultivate Leadership Project, turning negative truths into positive energy. And number two, which is, uh, I, I labeled them on the show notes and the, on the title as well, is developing confidence. And today we're on number three. Number three is amazing and I hope that it will be helpful to you or to someone that you're mentoring or trying to build up, and that is problem solving, developing, cultivating 
problem solving skills in someone's life. Growing up, my life wasn't easy. But it's funny because we're all very good at creating problems. That was one of my specialties uh, growing up in and out of trouble. I've had, I, I had bad experiences in school. I could never stay on the right track. I was very good at creating problems. And problems have outcomes. What, you know, whichever, it doesn't matter the scope of the problem. And usually those outcomes hinder you. They keep you from growing. And then there's just, and if you just add one aspect to problems, and that is problem solving, all of a sudden, anything and everything in life, whether it's a negative or a positive, there always is room for adjustment. There's always room to improve it. But that can only come on how you look at situations. And so I feel that whenever you're building confidence, it's very important to know how to solve problems because people are easy to identify oh you can't do this job because you lack this or you failed because of that or simply trying to do something and asking for permission and then you know your boss or your leader says no you're not going to do it that's very devastating to a lot of people that no um sometimes it stops us from growing it stops us from dreaming or pursuing what we wanted to, to accomplish in the first place but even to those no's, there is, that is a problem and there is a way to overcome it. I have a thing that I call counterpunch and counterpunch is, you know, life is going to hit you with some things and it's going to hurt and, and sometimes it, it may knock you down. But it's how you counterpunch. It's how you problem solve. And if you're able to identify the problem, identify um, what emotions it caused, and you say, I, I didn't like that emotion that came from that. I, I want to feel happy. So what can I do in my problem solving to create that emotion, to be happy, to be successful, to be confident? And then from there, you move on and you come up with a plan. You say, I'm, I need to accomplish these three things. And that builds me up. And it gets me closer to doing what I need to do. Problem solving for a young person in school, dealing with friends, dealing with homework. Um, it, you know, if they're in and out of trouble or even if they're doing good, problems are going to show up. And it's amazing because when you work in a group environment or if you already have leadership tendencies, you're, you know, you've seen problem solving within people, within uh, classrooms or you name it. It shows up all the time. And it's easy whenever uh, a lot of people are participating, but sometimes in our lives we deal with things that the problem solving needs to happen inside of our heads. We should be able to almost in second nature say this is wrong. Okay, I have option A, B, and C. A, B, and C will produce these things, but if I go this direction, it helps accomplish what I want to accomplish, what I want to be. And, and, and so when you become a good problem solver so that you go down the right path and make less mistakes. And, and take note that I say less because in life, mistakes um, are important. There's a lot of learning in them. There's, a, there's as much learning in mistakes as there is in success. But the key is to reduce them and obviously not to repeat them. And when we problem solve our chances of repeating them reduce significantly. And problem solving is a skill that can be 
that's developed naturally as we're growing up. But when you begin to put tactics in place and you say, this is my step three, this is how I should do, I should do this in step two and step one. And then if my outcome isn't there, I need to readjust and come back. Now, if you were to Google or, or look up problem solving tactic, there's, there's so many great people that have simplified it out there you know they've simplified follow this form and this format and so forth and it works i use uh, i use them as well but counterpunch is something that i develop and it takes on a boxing theme because i feel like life is a fight but you want to come out victorious and it doesn't you know fight never lies to you it you know it's gonna hurt but if you win the victory is amazing and in, in, in life's problems and situations it's gonna hurt sometimes and it's not always gonna be pleasant but you have an outcome, right? You you want to control your outcome, and you want to come out victorious. You want to come out learning. You want to um, you want to grow a little bit, uh, regardless if it's good or bad. You want to get growth out of it. And so I'm gonna break down counterpunch uh, once I you know finish all nine, and then I'm gonna zoom in on each one, and um, you know, and so I'm gonna do that coming up soon. This is an intro into number three, which is. Uh, developing problem solving skills okay so problem solving whether you're young or old is very important and um what else can i say yeah right now you're facing a problem right now a friend of yours is facing a problem and you literally could sit down with them and with the right conversation with the right questions you can start pointing them in the right direction and when you give someone the ability to problem solve you, dude, it's crazy, but you help them build their confidence because not only were they able to analyze their situation, but they were able to put a plan in place and resolve it themselves. Yes, it's, I understand that, you know, you always need good people around you who are willing to help you, but whenever you can help yourself out of a problem or situation, it's going to build your confidence because it is within you to accomplish everything that you need to do in life there's two people that that the two types that i hear and one is a coach and one is a mentor a coach kind of trains you up and um no, no no sorry sorry a mentor he teaches you what he's learned and you listen for the most part and and you get to see his processes and everything through time and and and, and it's a benefit it's a plus don't get me wrong but what a coach does he obviously focuses on skills and so forth but without going too deep a coach his job is to make you realize how great you are to bring out the champion that's inside of you and i'm trying to coach you right now i'm trying to tell you that there is a problem solving leader inside of you and the next thing that pops up and it tries to hurt you or bring you down you don't have to ignore it you don't have to suppress it and you don't even have to live with the consequences of it too long because you can turn it around and while you're turning it around because you're a leader you're going to be able to show one of your close friends or somebody that that you're trying to help so that they can pr have some problem-solving skills that can help them in their daily life. I hope today, this is just like I said, this is just a brief intro into number three of Cultivate Leadership Project. And I can't, I can't wait to get in depth. Um, I, I'm, I'm picturing shows that are going to be 30 to 45 minutes long. And, and somehow I'm going to figure out a way to get a worksheet to you and some notes. 
and I uh, hope you put them all to practice. And, I, you know, I hope this, is, uh, this helps you in some way. Don't forget, subscribe. Don't forget, um, or also you can email us with questions or comments, you know, just whatever, uh, you know, motivation, whatever you have, man, we're here for you or specific, uh, you want to ask a specific question about one of the nine keys, I would love to answer it for you. Thank you for tuning in and God bless.